Hello everyone, this is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Thankful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it. And believes in I believe that God's gladly lived a packet until all around the world it's been circulated. Greetings, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. We're back in the studio here with Brother Tim Dodd. Today we'll be covering Uganda and giving you an update of recent events. Brother Tim, it's good to be in the studio again with you. Thank you, Brother John. It's good to be with you too, and welcome to all of our listeners. We want to just take a few moments while we have time to kind of bring people up to date and to just kind of share some things that have been unfolding in Uganda on a recent level or recent uh timeline and uh, largely because we just par- published an article in the website. Yeah, yesterday an article was published regarding 118 baptism that took place in Uganda just in on June 6 in the district of Buyende. I was telling Brother Tim Dodd earlier that I feel like I, my geography knowledge of Uganda has increased in the past few months. I know more about the districts now of Buyende and the city of Ndulwa. Uh, the city of Mawagola. And the reason why we provide these names when we provide these updates is that so that you can have an idea of where these things are taking place. If you were going to go on Google and look at where these districts are located in the country, it's not just in the central area or, or a little corner of the country. This is happening on the north side, on the northeast side, in the center part of Uganda, on the west and the south. I mean, rather than when you were there, you covered a lot of ground also. You were in the northern part of Uganda, in Karama. What was it called again? I wasn't in Karamoja. Karamoja no. was Brother Michael. That was Brother Michael. Okay. No, I was in mostly the area where the awakening's happening in the south, southeast, and also went to the western part of Uganda, although not on the last trip. So there's there's just way too much happening for me or any one individual to visit all the areas where it is happening right. on one particular trip. Although I will say, Brother Harold Hildebrandt used to go into Uganda six weeks at a time. Wow. And uh, I'm just not that strong of a soldier <laughs> as he was. And uh, we appreciate him very much. And, and of course, the beginnings of the work in Uganda. He, his ministry there goes all the way back to the end of the Civil War in the early 80s when the message began to break out in Uganda. But we're talking about today. And, the, you know, one of the things, Brother Jean, in this article at the very end, we say we receive reports weekly and wish we had time to share them all with you. And that is true. And, and you might be able to say, and sometimes we get reports daily because of the different ways that we get reports. We get some reports on email. We get some reports on WhatsApp. For example, uh, Brother Fred Chienji sends me a monthly report with pictures and a description of what's happened during the month. He sums up the month. I asked him today, this morning, knowing we were doing this podcast, I said, Brother Fred, just give me a brief uh, outline of what happened in the month of June. And so he replied briefly here. He says, in brief, in this month of June, by God's grace, we were able to conduct two big baptisms. That is to say, one at... Kilampokia Kayunga district in the church of Pastor Mukanya. 
just gonna say this is gonna be fun hearing you pronounce all these names. Yeah, <laughs> this is not easy for me. <laughs> Usually, when I'm there, I I say the word and then they correct me. <laughs> but anyway, in in this Pastor Mukanya's church, two hundred and twenty two people were baptized in a single church. In a single church, in another place in um, Kayenji in the Luero district in the church of Pastor Lawrence, another 130 people were baptized. Wow. I've, I know Brother Fred has been instrumentally used at, at uh, opening doors in some of these churches and some of these, you might say, larger churches. Because if people can understand the logistics in Uganda, there are little churches all over the country. Right. Because the people don't have transportation. Mm-hmm. So church needs to be within walking distance. Right. And so... Generally speaking, it's, you know, in the, even the message is that way, you know, you, you might be pastor in a certain area, but that, that will draw from the local population. Mm-hmm. There's nobody driving an hour to go to church yeah. in Uganda. Yeah. And so that's what happens there. And uh, so, and he says, in addition, they've had meetings at Pastor Kululi's, which I've ministered in that church. I think that's also in Luero district. And, uh, uh, they have overnight meetings there intended to encourage the brothers and uplift them spiritually. So that's wonderful. They, that's just a brief um, statement from Brother Fred regarding the month of June. Now, Brother Stephen Abali is another one of the main brothers over there that uh, labors in the field, and he has a lot of brothers working with him. So he's he doesn't send me monthly reports. He sends me updates on WhatsApp as they happen. Right. So it's almost like I'm there. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm getting constant updates. So let me just pull up a month here. Um, I'm going to take the time, if that's all right. Yeah, of course. This and, is why we're here. <laughs> and I, I just want to uh, just uh, highlight a typical month. So let's take the month of May in from Brother Stephen. So here I'm going to not try not to be too fast, but not too slow. There's a lot of information here. So May the 4th, he sends me pictures uh, of two different meetings. Brother Sampson and Brother Hannington are in Kabali. And Brother James Katumba is in Odepanya. And uh, that's just one particular day, May the 4th. Next text is May the 6th, where he sends me pictures and video of baptisms. Brother Albert Ayiga is in does a prison ministry there, and he baptized seven people there. And so we thank God for the prison ministry of Brother Albert. And then May the 8th, more pictures and video from Brother Albert from the prison. May the 11th, we have pictures of Brother Ivan in Kaboga and meetings there. May the 12th, we have pictures of Brother Elijah Diogo in Bugiri and with a comment, they will be baptized on my next visit, God willing. And so then on the same day, we have uh, Brother Maganda in Buenda on the same day. Pictures of a, a large gathering there. Another meetings in Busai on the same day. Brother James Katumba is in Busai. That's, we're at, we haven't reached the halfway point in the month yet. We're still at May the 13th. Brother Stephen is in the east of the country. Brother Hannington Belita is in 
Madbira. <laughs> I, I won't even say it, <laughs> say the full name there. I'll just leave it there. Sorry for everybody that would know these names and know that I'm butchering them. On the same day, the 13th, pictures of Brother James and Brother Rogers in Nakabala in Buyende District, mm -hmm. which I think is your favorite district. It's my favorite district. Why is it your favorite? Just because I've seen a lot of things take place there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and it's the easiest one to pronounce and remember. <laughs> Amen. And then the 14th, Brother Stephen is in Mbali area. Pictures of meetings there on the 15th. Then we have... Um, uh, pictures from Karamoja region, which you mentioned earlier. Yep. And and that isn't part of that team outreaching, but he has pictures of a brother going up there. And uh, so we're halfway through the month so far. Are you are you feeling overwhelmed yet? No, I have the map of Uganda right in front of me, and I'm trying to look at this district just to see where they are. And it's all over the place, as I was saying earlier. On. Right. Some of them are in the northern part of the country, some in the eastern part. And before you know it, I think we're going to cover all the little dots here that they all represent cities, major cities in those regions. And I'm already hearing a lot of the names I'm seeing on the map here. Okay. All right. On the 15th, we have more pictures from prison with Brother Albert. On the 16th, we have 30 people baptized with video from Nabu, Nabukalu Biende, Biende District, mm. your favorite district. <laughs> on the 18th, we have a brother Elijah in Bugiri, and we also have brother Sempa in Kalatumba. And then on the 19th, we have pictures and video of books and baptism, people getting books in a meeting in the Kalatumba where brother Sempa was. Brother Rogers also went along. Brother Emma Jong went along. Uh, there, was an, there was a baptism there. And so that was that day. Uh, on the, we finally have a week with no pictures. All right. Then we have the 25th. We have pictures coming in from um, Brother Elijah Diogo's church where believers are gathered together. It's a good-sized church that Bible believers and others have helped to build. And uh, they did two services there. 50 people were baptized in Wayne Coley. Um, Pastor Mbatches Church, uh, Brother Hannington ministered there, and that's the 26th. On the 27th, we have Brother Hannington in Muli, and 18 people were baptized in Duaniro, Kiboga District, and that is that is Brother Belita there, also in now Busakeri, Nawalanda. So, that kind of brings us to the end of May. Wow. I've only covered one month. The one thing I didn't do, I wasn't tallying all the number of baptisms in that month. But when you hear 101 day here in one church, 200 a year in a fifth year, 40 something year, 70 something year, in just one month, it adds up very quickly. It does. And then when you multiply that by 12 months in a year and by many, many years, it's no surprise that the number of baptisms that have taken place here is it's a staggering number. It is a staggering number. And uh, it's hard to even estimate because these are the brothers that we're working with and supporting to introduce the message. But they introduce the message and baptize other ministers right? who then go home to their church mm -hmm. and baptize their people. And we never get pictures or, or uh, 
a report on that. We just, you know, it's just word of mouth. I was in 20, let me think now, in 2019, I think it was. No, no, it wasn't. I'm sorry. It's uh, much later than that. I think it was last year. I was in Uganda and had a meeting with 1,200 ministers. Could have been 2,000, Brother Fred told me, if I would have given him a bigger budget. He could have brought more ministers in from the outlying area. Um, it's just expensive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our emphasis is to get the word to the people, not get the people to the meetings. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, but nevertheless, we had about 1,200 ministers. And the majority of those ministers, I would say, based on the response to the word, were believing ministers. Mm -hmm. Now, I talked personally to a number of those ministers, and some of them had churches of 50, 70. I remember number 140, uh, 225, 370. Okay, these are all different. As I asked them, you know, where are you from? Yeah. How many people are you pastoring? That sort of thing. And so 300 and some would be a large church yeah. in Uganda. And so if, when you consider 1,200 ministers, let's just take it down to a size, a very conservative size of 50 people per minister. Right. 1,200 ministers, that's 60,000 people. Wow. that were represented in that meeting. Yep. Okay. So people say the numbers are astounding. They're astounding to me. Yep. I'm I'm simply amazed and the fact that you I'll say the fact that you cannot gather all the people together in one meeting very easily uh, means that it's hard to see the reality of what's happening. Right. How, however, visually. Yes. Yep. Brother Fred has told me that, um, you know, if you if you give me the money, I'll fill the stadium. <laughs> and coming from Africa, I've seen stadiums filled. Exactly, exactly. And that's not our objective, yeah. to have the big meeting and, and all of that. Our objective is to be able to get the word into the hands of the people and to let the local ministry do their work. And, and also, as you say, the logistics of the country and everything, it will, it will make it hard to gather 60,000 people in one place. For They will have to come literally from the south, from the north, from the east, from the west, and travel long distances to attend these meetings. Exactly. And it's not practical. Um, just last month, or actually two weeks ago, we published an article uh, of something that took place in the district of Maogola. Uh, at Cedar Eagles Church in Kampala, they held pastors' meetings, as you were saying, and some pastors were attending those meetings and they were deeply moved by the message and they, mm. they asked the brothers brother Fred to come and organize some meetings in their respective district I believe from that report seven pastors were baptized that's right so back to your analogy or your estimates if we were to estimate just 50 people in that church right, right. that's about 350 people exactly. were presented there exactly and at the end of those meetings 187 people were baptized yeah and that that's a, a good indication. You know, uh, one of the brothers that works with Brother Fred is Brother Don. He's a young brother. I think he's about 29 years old. Uh, was a very energetic Pentecostal minister before he came into the message. Had a church of about 1,000 people. Wow. Out of that 1,000 people, there's probably about 400 left. Okay, so when the message comes in, mm -hmm. not everybody receives the message. Yep. Not everybody's elected to yep. be able to recognize it. So uh, you even if a church has 300 today, 
they might end up with 150 next year. Yeah. You know, but we thank God for every soul that he does bring in. And if they're baptized and go on with God, that's wonderful. If not, that's between them and God. That's uh, yep. if somebody's asking to be baptized, we're not going to ask how serious are you. <laughs> Do you understand the seals? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So we thank God for that, and and you know sometimes, I suppose, brother Jean, if I wasn't personally involved in it, I might wonder, is this even real? Right. You know the the numbers and the scope of it, the pictures, the video is all astounding. I've personally been there personally experienced with the brothers in in a lot of these outlying areas i've visited the areas where we've built churches i've been through it personally and and can say without a doubt in my mind everything that we have published is real indeed and i i look at these pictures and these videos which i'm privy to receiving before i publish them on the website here and we don't publish everything that we receive. Just when we were discussing last podcast on the Faith Challenge Report, for example, in the section of Uganda, we only wrote about a paragraph, but there was a lot of pictures in there. Right. And that was because we wanted to we wanted the pictures to speak. And like I was saying earlier on, we, we spoke thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of words by right. just those pictures. And they were not even 10% of the amount of pictures we have. I have in front of me, uh, a video year of Kanambatiko where 47 people were recently baptized. Now, when you hear about 100 people baptized, 57 baptized, 87 baptized, but to actually see a video where you see a long lineup of people waiting to be baptized, that's clearly speaking louder than just words. And I'm just going to play a clip of believers here uh, worshiping just before before the baptism. <laughs> And this is just in Kanambatiko. Then we have another video in Doha where there's a long lineup of people. Mm-hmm. And I can't even count. It's just it's just such a long lineup of people waiting to be baptized. Yeah, yeah. It's it is astounding. I remember one time I was at Brother Stephen's church and we had two meetings on Sunday and between the meetings they were going to have a baptism and he said, do you want to do the baptisms? I said, not a chance. <laughs> I was preaching both services. I said, I said, I don't have the strength to do this long baptism. I think in that service alone, there was almost 100 people baptized. It was like 70 something. This would take hours just standing in the water, baptizing one after the other. Exactly. And uh, appreciate all of the brothers that are laboring in the field there. And, you know, it's it's nice that we're very thankful that the Lord has allowed us to be involved in the middle of it. You know, I, I've i been told little anecdotes. You hear, you hear things of people. And Brother Branham says, you know, people are naturally skeptical. Right. But, you know, we do have to guard against the thought that Brother Brown said when in the early part of his ministry, the denominations, of course, were against his ministry. And their attitude was, if it doesn't come through us, it's not of God. Mm-hmm. And we have to be careful with that. You know, even in the message of the hour, when we see God doing something somewhere, uh, we need to just say, Lord, thank you for that. We appreciate that. 
just thank God for everything that he does. And I, and I want to assure the people that, you know, we're not just sitting back here in Cloverdale, um, just uh, taking everything at face value. Uh, we are definitely in the field working with the people and uh, thanking God that the little bit of funds that we're able to provide for them, we're able to print thousands. We print almost 10,000 books in five languages in Uganda every month. And in uh, addition to the tens of thousands of church age books, uh, seals book, Hebrews book that have we sent in to in order to bring these people uh, that have received the message of the hour into the light of the word. And as we like to say, to clothe them in the wedding garment of the word. And that's our objective of what's going on in Uganda. So thought today, we just have a little update, yeah. just a, just kind of say more in a podcast, maybe than we can say in an article or just kind of give a little bit of a anecdotal um uh, uh, testimony of what is happening in the country. We appreciate each and every one that stands with us. And we're thankful for every one of you listeners that you listen to this and you pray for these needs and, and you support us with your prayers and in whatever way, other way that the Lord allows you to. God bless you, each and every one of you. You're a part of what's happening in Uganda. I would love to fill up a 747 one day and fly <laughs> over 600 believers and just experience it firsthand. I don't know where I'd put them when they got to Uganda, but <laughs> nevertheless, it'd be a wonderful experience. So God bless you each and every one. It's been good to be here. I'm just going to end this with this quote here in front of me from the angel of the Lord. Brother Adam says, I believe when I get into those dark lands of Africa over there, where those poor people that see private setback, I believe there will be literally thousands, thousands of them accept our Lord Jesus. And the prophet, the message has gone into those dark places, as you say, there in Africa. And there's been literally thousands upon thousands of believers. Amen. Amen. Well, this concludes this wonderful recap of what's been taking place in May and in June in the country of Uganda. If we were to go into January, February, and March, we'd be here for another hour or two, or maybe even three hours. But a lot of this, you can look at these pictures directly from the Faith Challenge report that we released last week. It's been published and mailed out. There's also many articles on the website about what's taking place in Uganda. So if you wanted to subscribe to our newsletter or sign up to receive a copy of the Faith Challenge Report, you can just send us an email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org, and we'll be very happy to do that. Once again, thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. It was good to be here once again. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends... The bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This was another episode of the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you're interested in more podcasts and more content as it pertains to mission, please go to our website at BibleWay.org. That's BibleWay.org and subscribe to our newsletter. We will make sure that we send you updates on a weekly basis of the works that the Lord is doing all over the world. Additionally, you can send us an email at info at bible-believers.org. 
That's info at bible-believers.org. And once again, we'd like to thank you for your support. This podcast would not be a success without you. Until next time, may God bless you.